let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, it's uh, John Cobell Show On Demand. And you can listen to what you missed on the podcast. Uh, there's always been a lot of uh, outright lies on how much uh, the illegal alien issue costs us. And there's always been claims that illegal alien households uh, are not eligible for welfare and do not get any welfare. Well, the Center for Immigration Studies found out that really is not true. Uh, they did a 2022 analysis and found that uh, 59% of illegal alien households uh, get at least uh, benefits from one major welfare program. And 52% of legal immigrants get benefits as well. So how could this be? Um, the rate of households headed by U.S.-born people... Um, well, I'm not going to get into all the details on this. We'll get we'll do some more details later, but we'll stick with the main thing. 59% of illegal alien households, they get some kind of welfare benefits. Let's get Stephen Camarada on from the Center for Immigration Studies. Stephen, welcome again. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, explain this because it is I've heard it many times uh, that illegal immigrant households do not get welfare benefits. So what specific benefits are we talking about? Yeah, so the benefits you're looking at here are the cash benefits like the EITC or SSI or what's called TANF 
or the food programs like WIC and SNAP, is uh, food stamps, and free uh, school lunch and breakfast. We also looked at Medicaid and public and subsidized housing. Now, the short answer is how do illegal immigrants, if that's your main concern or main issue, is mainly, not entirely, on behalf of U.S.-born children. 90% of all children in illegal households are U.S.-born. And so that gives it. In addition to that, states like California, actually, and I can give you some California numbers. California is big enough to break out separately. States like California actually do offer benefits to illegal immigrants, to some illegal immigrants from Medicaid and things like that. Uh, and so illegal immigrants get benefits directly because they're eligible for some things, like free school lunch and the WIC uh, program, Women, Infants, and Children Nutrition Program. It's a lot like food stamps, but they aren't just directly eligible for that. And secondly, they get the programs because they get them on behalf of their children, or the, the other way they get it is some states, and California is one of them, just give benefits to illegals uh, on their own. So that's why. So in California... Um, you get a, you know, a very high percentage, too. We get 64%, we estimate, use one of the major welfare programs in California. But California is a state with very generous welfare programs generally. So it's not so surprising that the illegal immigrants use somewhat more in California than they do in the country as a whole. And their benefits have expanded in recent years in California. That's right. California has continually moved to try to allow uh, people in the country without authorization yeah. to access more and more programs. And they wonder why we have a $68 billion deficit this year. Right. So uh, let me explain something. The reason why it's problematic is not just the direct fiscal cost. It's that people who who, who uh, use welfare programs, and let's just say it's very high in California just as, as a general proposition. So the rate for the U.S. born is 41%. The rate for all immigrant households is 60%, and that's very similar to the 64% legal immigrants because their rate for legal immigrants is very high. So when you put legal and illegal together, and that's how they're identified in the data, and we have to try to break it out, the rates are high across the board. And the reason that's problematic is people who get these programs generally don't pay much in taxes. So they not only get the benefits, but they don't pay much in taxes, even yeah. if they're paid well, on the books. What your research knows uh, shows is a lot of them are working Eighty-three percent of immigrant households have someone working. Ninety-four percent right. of illegal alien households have at least one worker. That's way more percentage-wise than uh, legal households, U.S.-born households. So they're right, working, exactly. but they they don't make very much money, or they're working off the books, and so they don't produce uh, very much in tax revenue. Right. Very briefly, if you were living in California and you have a couple. They say the husband's working part time and the wife is working full time, or vice versa, and they make forty thousand a year and just have two kids. They can live in public housing. They can get Medicaid. They can get food stamps. They can get with. They can get free school lunch if they have a disabled child or uh, or some other issues. They could get the SSI, the Supplemental Security Income. They could also get um, what's called the Earned Income Tax Credit. That's where you don't pay any federal income tax, and they give you a check. In the case of a family of four making forty thousand a year. They would check for about $4,100 from taxpayers. Again, they wouldn't pay any taxes, and they would get that. So the point here is that work and welfare go together. So what's happening is the employers are advocating this. They want access to the labor, but the taxpayer is paying, uh, in effect, the salary of the worker who makes a very right. low well, wage. Well, this, this is why we've always had both parties 
support illegal immigration. And the Republican reason has often been is their, their, their constituency, business owners, business industries want the cheap labor. And, the, and, and so we have to make up the low salary by offering them a longer, a wide array of welfare benefits. Right. I mean, that's really what's happening. So you say, look, the, the, the person is working on why, how can this be a problem for me? Because in modern America, with its well-developed welfare state, that uh, folks are, um, are still able to access a lot, even, even if they work. So the bottom line is the illegal immigration, yes, it's illegal. That's a problem on many levels. But the welfare and social costs are not due to the fact that the illegal immigrants are lazy. It's not because they all came to get welfare, though a very large fraction in California, you know, we're yeah, well, you know, that, 64%. That's, uh, the key statistic uh, for one of them for me is 90% of uh, illegal immigrant households have a U.S. born child. So coming here and then having your child uh, can, can bring in, uh, uh, you know, some good welfare money. Uh, absolutely. And that's important because what it means is first to try to bar illegal immigrants from using programs, not just because of the politics of California, but just in general, are going to be very limited. Besides, we're not going to deny immigrants access to things like the Women, Infants and Children's program that gives out nutrition to low income women with young children. Just say the name of the program. So anybody who says, look, the immigrants can come, but can't use these welfare programs. Let's stop that. No, that is not possible. Either you enforce the law and have a smaller illegal immigrant population, even if you can't eliminate it, or you just accept the cost. There's no middle ground. You can't fix the problem uh, if you say they can come, but we're never going to let them use. But given their incomes, and their incomes, by the way, generally reflect their educational attainment. Yeah. Uh, and again, they no, it's, 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 job it's, job. it's, it's it, poor people. They're unskilled. They don't have a lot of education. They're going to get uh, low paying jobs, a lot of jobs off the books. Uh, they'll show up every day and they will work hard, but it uh, blows a big hole in the budget. Is Do you have any, any numbers on how many billions of dollars it costs in California uh, to supply all the immigrants, their welfare benefits? Remember, most of these benefits, not all, especially when California chooses to do it itself and pay with money, those benefits are being paid for by taxpayers. SSI, TANF, WIC, SNAP, most programs are most all federally funded. So the vast majority of the costs are borne by federal taxpayers, of which the people of California are included. Um, when California decides to fund things itself, which it does do uh, on its own, then you know those costs are likely, but it's not huge. Those costs may total, uh, you know, several hundred million or a billion dollars for the specific costs. And then California gets hit with the cost of administering these programs because a lot of times states and counties administer welfare programs. Well, but the bottom line is it's really the federal, these programs. Where California gets hit a lot of times to take care of uninsured people and public schools. Yeah. That's where illegal immigrants create, you know, many tens of billions of dollars. Well, when you went through the list of programs, no, that's a those were. Uh, there's a lot of acronyms there. <laughs> there's a long yeah, list no, of all. programs. All it's right, Ste Stephen, we got to run. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for so, having me. So at least people know uh, just how widespread this is. There's there's a lot of lies and propaganda uh, that uh, whatever passes for the media that that, that they shovel out. Fifty nine percent of illegal households, fifty two percent of legal immigrant households. Uh, get some form of welfare benefits.
And uh, most of the immigrants are working, but they're not paid very much. And this is the evil of the uh, the business corporations is is that they they push for uh, lenient immigration laws. They bribe the Republicans to look the other way on lenient immigration laws, knowing that we, the taxpayer, is going to subsidize their cheap salaries and lack of health care benefits. All right. I'm Stephen Camarada from the Center for Immigration Studies. Uh, we come back. At Eagle Pass, which is overrun with immigration right now, Texas Border Patrol agents, well, the Border Patrol agents in Texas are numbered 200 to 1 by the migrants. We'll get into those details next on the John Cobalt Show. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. You've, you've probably heard. Well, we just had Stephen Camerot on from the Center for Immigration Studies. And don't let them lie to you because they're always lying. Uh, regardless of what you think about immigration, 59% of illegal alien households are getting some kind of welfare benefits. And 90% uh, of them have U.S.-born children, and that's how they get uh, a good deal of money. 52% of legal immigrants are getting benefits, and they are working. 94% of uh, illegal alien households are headed by someone that has a job. 83% of all immigrant households. So they are working, but they're paid uh, garbage, and that's why the businesses uh, lobby for a lenient immigration. It's because uh, they know the taxpayer will pick up the cost of uh, their food and housing and, and Medicaid, their medicine. And right now we're getting... Uh, up to 15,000 illegal immigrants a day, which is an extraordinary number. We've had at least 3 million since the start of the Biden administration. The latest story is that the Texas Border Patrol agents are outnumbered 200 to 1 by illegal migrants. 200 to 1. Yet, that notorious liar, Corinne Jean-Pierre, said this uh, today at a press briefing at the White House. And what we're seeing here at the border, the migration flow, uh, increased migration flow, certainly uh, it, you know, it ebbs and flows. And we're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border. And it's not unusual. This is an immigration system that has been broken for decades. And the president has taken this very seriously to try to do more. Uh, she is shameless. Absolutely shameless. When are the reporters going to run up Pick her up in the air and carry her out. I, I honestly, she's the most shameless liar. She's up there. Do you remember during the Iraq War, Baghdad Bob, who 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 used to uh, uh, he used to uh, lie for Saddam Hussein about what was happening in the war, while you could see the war going on behind him. It it was comical. They did comedy sketches about this guy twenty years ago, and this is the modern version of Baghdad Bob, Corinne Jean Pierre. She, she just utters absolute nonsense and is rarely challenged by any of those doofus, progressive, whack job reporters. What, what a weird ritual they go through every day. Well, here's the story about the Border Patrol agents in Eagle Pass, Texas. Just, you know, let's just deal with the truth. Let's argue about the truth. Not all the fiction and fantasy that they're fed, uh, that they feed to us. Um, border protection... They're outnumbered 200 to 1. This one station, Eagle Pass, Texas, processed 4,500 migrants on Tuesday into their facility. 
there were already 5,300 people being held inside. So you have almost 10,000 people. It's at 260% capacity. So Border Patrol checkpoints across Texas have been forced to close. They need to divert manpower to Eagle Pass because there's so many thousands. So now those checkpoints, those communities, are, have no patrol. So drug smugglers, human smugglers, can operate without any impediments, which is what the drug cartel is doing on purpose. This is by design. You flood the zone at Eagle Pass. You paralyze that particular processing center. The U.S. has to transfer Border Patrol agents from other posts. And now you could ram through enormous numbers of drugs. You know, young smuggled girls who are going to be sold into prostitution. Every single checkpoint is closed. Every Border Patrol agent is in Eagle Pass, according to a Texas congressman, Tony Gonzalez. They're not in the field stopping bad actors and, and nefarious goods coming over. It's dangerous. Everybody is overwhelmed. They are flying in Border Patrol personnel from around the United States to help. Congressman Gonzalez said he met a guy from Buffalo, another one from New Jersey. And he's the one who said that the Border Patrol agents are outnumbered by 200 to 1. These are new all-time daily records. Every day there's a new record, and it's gone from 10,000 to 12,000 to 15,000 just this week. The federal government has closed uh, two major rail passes from Mexico into the United States, which uh, carry about a third of the rail traffic into this country. And uh, they're shut down, which is going to cause supply chain disruptions. There's all kinds of products and food on these trains that are not getting to their destinations. Uh, Gonzalez says the process is completely broken. And, and they're getting in by downloading the CBP1 app while they're in Mexico. They're, they're, they're pre-registering. So they don't get counted as illegal. It's a complete scam. They have reported over 300,000 migrants each month. August, September, October, November, December are going to be even higher. As of November, the backlog for migrant immigration hearings topped 3 million, up from 2 million just a year ago. Coming up, good news for Steve Garvey running for Senate. On the John Cobell Show. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Junie. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM640. On the radio, one till four after four o'clock. John Cobelt uh, on demand. The podcast. Uh, this was good news. Steve Garvey is uh, doing better in the polling uh, to be a senator. Uh, Steve Garvey is uh, going to be in the March primary. He's going up against uh, three major Democrats. Uh, he hasn't campaigned much publicly. He's been on our show a couple of times. And I think, in general, uh, a lot of the candidates are going to go full bore after the 1st of January because it's pretty clear people don't pay much attention and you're just wasting your time and money. But uh, here's the new poll. This is uh, from Morning Consult and uh, the website Politico. Um, Adam Schiff is at the uh, top of the charts. We'll talk more about him in a minute. And he's got 28% of the vote. But uh, Steve Garvey is second place now with 19%. And this is a, a, a top two race. The top two finishers go on to uh, November and the runoff. The There's two other major Democrats running. And it's uh, Katie Porter. Uh, she's uh, famous for uh, dumping uh, a pot of mashed potatoes on her ex-husband's head during a fight. And then uh, Barbara Lee, who's uh, a left-wing nut, I think, from the Oakland area. Uh, so uh, it's 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 shift with 28. And I, this poll includes likely voters and those who are undecided but leaning. All right, so I, I don't know how much uh, hocus-pocus uh, was done to massage the numbers. Uh, Garvey is second place with 19%. Katie Porter... Uh, Mrs. Potato Head is 17%, and then Barbara Lee, the nut, is 14%. There are two other Republicans, James Bradley and Eric Early. They're at 7 And then uh, former uh, Channel 11 and Channel 5 reporter anchor Christina Pescucci. Uh, she's at 4%. She's listed as a Democrat as well. So Garvey got a big uh, bump up 
uh, from previous polls. Uh, Schiff uh, gets a majority of men. Now, he is that beady-eyed, balding guy who coughed up all these absurd lies and stories about Trump and the Russians. I don't care if you hate Trump. What what but but Schiff said were just flat out lies, and he's like a cartoon character. He's got these uh, little beady eyes. It looks like he sweats a lot, uh, balding head, and and he's just an unpleasant character. And I've seen him interviewed on television, and he just makes stuff up. I think uh, he he's like cl clinical. I think there's there's a mental disorder there. That's just me. Uh, the uh, but he's got 54% of the male vote. Why, why would men vote for a guy like him? He's a weasel. Usually guys don't like weasels. He's a weasel. He, 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 I mean, he's almost like the physical embodiment of a weasel. And nothing he says is true. Nothing. How do men vote for Adam Schiff and not Steve Garvey? A baseball hero. For goodness sakes, a baseball. A, a Dodgers World Championship. And he's a smart guy. We've had him on the show. And he's very level-headed, easygoing, normal. I, I, I don't understand why you would want a blithering fool like Adam Schiff. I, I don't know how he got elected. He got elected 12 times in the Burbank area. I, I just don't understand it. Um, the, uh, yeah, so he gets 54% he gets of uh, male Democrats in the poll. And uh, there actually isn't much difference between the three Democrats. It's really going to come down to likability. Uh, except for the Israeli war. Uh, I think Barbara Lee is uh, definitely a, a pro-terrorist candidate when it, when it comes to that. Another funny story uh, coming out of Mexico. Well, I mean, it's not... no. No, I'm going to do the Mexico story next. I wanted to talk about this funny story out of the L.A. Times about retired cops and firefighters who are fleeing California and, and going to Idaho. And, and part of the reason they're fleeing California is because of the left-wing politics. Well, they get to Idaho, and the Idaho people consider these cops and firemen left-wing. Uh, they 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 went to Eagle, Idaho, and there's a lot of anti-California bias against California migrants to these states because they think even the Republicans are too left-wing. These guys show up with big pensions, and they come with their six-figure pensions. And to the old Idaho guard that's been native for decades, these are socialists. One mayor of Eagle Pass, Jason Pierce, said it's ludicrous that these cops and firefighters with these big pensions, it's ludicrous that they call themselves Republicans. You find a lot of Californians who move here and they don't realize how much liberal baggage they're bringing with them. And the thing is, the California pension money that's good money to keep uh, an economy going in Eagle Run. And it, uh, you know, it, it increases the, uh, the cost of housing as well. 
uh, tens of thousands of government workers have left California. 90,000 members of CalPERS, that's the public employee retirement system, 90,000 get their pension payments outside the state. $3.6 billion the state sends out to these retirees. Not only California state employees, L.A. County, city of Los Angeles, the top out-of-state destinations, low-tax places like uh, Lake, the Nevada side of Lake Tahoe, the desert suburbs of Reno, Lake Havasu, Arizona. But the number one zip code is Eagle, Idaho. 30,000 people. That's that's the size of the suburb. It's hundreds of miles from California. And they come rolling in over the last few years. And the mayor says he's contacted constantly by newly arrived Californians. If they see garbage in the street, they ask why the town doesn't hire more maintenance workers. And he says, pick it up yourself. You want your taxes to go up? You want more government? See, they're so hardcore in these small Idaho towns, they consider uh, garbage removal to be your responsibility. First of all, don't dump the garbage. Second of all, if you see the garbage, pick it up yourself. <laughs> but they don't want to hire maintenance workers. Here in L.A., nobody picks up the garbage, but we still pay billions for the sanitation department. He finds it hard to understand how retired police and firefighters can consider themselves conservatives. They want to give the same kind of benefits to officers and state employees here. And our reaction is, wait a minute, you literally created a huge deficit in California, and now you want to do the same thing here in Idaho. Ha! So these conservative cops and firemen take their pensions to Idaho, and they're called a bunch of crazy California liberals. More coming up on the John Cobalt Show. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Of course, later after four, you can hear uh, the John Cobalt Show podcast on the iHeart app. Uh, you might want to listen uh, to the beginning of this particular hour, the 3 p.m. hour, because we talked with Stephen Camerata from the Center for Immigration Studies, and he told about the huge percentage of uh, illegal alien households and legal immigrant households uh, both illegal and legal, who are getting big welfare benefits, 59% of illegal alien households are getting welfare benefits and 52% of legal immigrant households. It's costing a lot of money. He went through the list of programs. It's, it's mind-boggling how many different programs they're accessing. Um, and we also played a clip of uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, the president's uh, chief uh, liar and spokeshole, uh, play that clip again because I want to. I want to compare it to what another spokeshole is saying. Yeah, because because while we were talking with Stephen Camerata, a story came out on the Daily Mail that looks like Biden is finally in panic mode about the border. I I don't know what sent him over the edge, but he's holding urgent phone conversations with the Mexican President Obrador. Play this clip from Karine Jean Pierre. <laughs> 
And what we're seeing here at the border, the migration flow, uh, increased migration flow, certainly, uh, it, it, you know, it ebbs and flows. And we're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border. And it's not unusual. This is an immigration system that has been broken for decades. And the president has taken this very seriously to try to do more. And what we're seeing no, Well, here all right, stop, the- stop. Well, another spokeshole for Biden is John Kirby. He usually speaks on national security, but this is a national security issue, too. And Kirby said, there's probably more we can be doing. He finally admitted. He said the opposite of Corinne Jean-Pierre. They're not doing everything they can. He's admitted we got to do more. Now, Biden is suddenly having urgent phone calls because in the last few days, all the facilities along the southern border in Texas are completely overwhelmed. They're out. The Border Patrol agents are outnumbered 200 to one. They closed our government closed two major rail lines, rail passes. How can we have the United States having to close major rail lines into our country with all the goods and food aboard because we have totally botched the border? That is massively incompetent to lose control of the border so badly that you have to shut the rail passages, they've been shut all week. Now, now there's trains backed up in Mexico that's supposed to bring goods and food into the country. Uh, the, now Biden is sending some of his top administration officials to meet the Mexican president to come up uh, with a way to uh, deal with the issue, including the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. Uh, so suddenly it is the, it, it's uh, an urgent, overwhelming problem here over the holidays, because they let this go to hell. Uh, Also, funding for Ukraine and Israel is tied up because the Republicans are demanding changes at the border, and they're not going to vote for aid to Ukraine and Israel until they get their changes. We've got Chris Merrill coming in for Conway. Yes, we do. We're going to go over the river and through the woods to get ourselves some neutered toys. And uh, we'll uh, wade through the storm water on the way back in order to take in the summer solstice, the winter solstice, as it were. Big show, big show. That's right. Seven twenty-seven tonight. Winter starts. Shortest winter day starts. of the year. Uh, we got uh, Heather Brooker live in the KFI twenty-four hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM six forty from one to four p.m. every Monday through Friday, and of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season... 
We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.